The Navarasas are an essence in understanding the complexity of human communication. They are the emotions that keep us alive. While many of us are comfortable to let them flow freely, there are so many of us who find it difficult to express our emotions, leading to strained relationships, pent-up anger and loads of anxiety. Inspired by the Natyashastras that talk in detail about the Navarasas, scholars including Bharata who belong to the 2nd century BC indulge in great literary details about these emotions. These stories that portray each of the rasas have been chosen from the Mahabharata and have been integrated in a continuous, cumulative and inclusive narrative for us to be able to relieve these emotions and connect with them. Marked by the feeling of calm, quiet and peace, the Shantarasa, which is our ninth story in the Navarasa series, is the state of tranquility. It is known as the state of freedom from everything, be it thoughts, desires or action. It is based on the foundation of patience or dhairya, ahimsa or non-violence, gyan or knowledge, sayam or self-control and pavitrata or purity of spirit. Shanta is what Buddha and Mahavira felt when they were enlightened, when they reached the highest spiritual plane that led them to nirvana, freeing them permanently from the cycle of life and death. The story of Yudhishthira, the eldest son of King Pandu and Queen Kunti, who became the king of both Indraprastha and Hastinapur, as well as the one who became the world emperor after he performed the Rajasuya Yagna, was the only character in Mahabharata who was actually unblemished. From his childhood, Yudhishthira was greatly influenced by his uncle Vidura and his great-uncle Bhishma and believed in the virtues of Dharma. In fact, after Vidura died in the forests 15 years after the war, his soul is said to have merged into Yudhishthira's body. Such was his piety and righteousness, and hence he came to be known as Dharmaraj Yudhishthir. Trained in religion, politics, science, administration, and military arts by the Kuru preceptors Kripacharya and Dronacharya, Yudhishthira commanded mastery in the art of spear combat. He was a Maharathi, capable of combating 10,000 opponents at a time. But at the same time, he was also known as Ajatashatru, the one without any enemy. Throughout the epic of Mahabharata, Yudhishthira's true prowess was shown in the unflinching adherence to Satya and Dharma, truth and righteousness, which were more precious to him than any royal ambition, any material pursuit, or any other personal gain. He was a sthitapragna, equanimous in his approach. For him, a friend and a foe were equal and he treated everyone with the same attitude. So pure were his intentions and so righteous were his actions that Yudhishthira's feet and his chariot did not touch the ground, symbolizing his purity. 
Yudhishthira was the oldest of the Pandu princes, leaving alone of course Karna, who was not legally adopted by Kunti or Pandu. He was conceived in an unusual manner. When Queen Kunti invoked the Lord of Righteousness Dharma to place him on her lap as the heir to the throne of Hastinapur after she chanted a secret mantra. You see, Kunti was granted the power to invoke any god or deva of choice to beget a child. This was her reward for taking care of Rishi Durvasa who was known to possess a violent temper and someone who was very difficult to please. But Kunti with her selfless seva had pleased sage Durvasa immensely who in turn had granted Kunti this very unique boon. Some years into the marriage King Pandu went hunting and aimed his arrows at what he thought were two deers. Upon going close to them, he realized that they were actually Rishi Kindama and his wife who were getting intimate. But it was too late and the arrows had already pierced them both during this time and they were almost dying. Enraged, the Rishi with whatever life he had left in him cursed Pandu before taking his last breath. Pandu, you too will die if you ever try to get intimate with any of your partner. It was then that Pandu had urged Kunti to use the power given to her by sage Durvasa to beget a child. Kunti then gave birth to Yudhishthira by invoking the lord of Dharma and he became the stated heir to the throne of Hastinapur. But this claim was unfairly contested by Dhritarashtra's son Duryodhana and it was this tussle that eventually led to the war of Kurukshetra. Fights between the Kauravas and Pandavas were rampant throughout their growing up years, but all the while it was Yudhishthira who maintained a respectable distance from these fights and helped avoid turning them into battles. Yudhishthira's dharma was distinct, unique and way ahead of its times. He married Draupadi along with his four brothers, which was unheard of until that time. He blessed Bhima when Bhima married Hidimba, an outcast Rakshasi, thus denouncing casteism. It was he who redefined who a Brahmin really was by stating that it was the actions of a person and not birth or education that made them a true Brahmin. Yudhishthira changed the narrative of Dharma, portraying real change that modified itself to suit those times. When the Pandavas came of age, King Dhritarashtra, in order to avoid a conflict with his sons, the Kauravas, decided to give Yudhishthira half of the Kuru kingdom, lands which were dry, unprosperous and scantily populated, known as Khandavaprastha. It was Yudhishthira who quietly accepted the barren land with gratitude, without any anger or dejection. While everybody around him was boiling with anger, his inner world was always calm and serene, no matter what was brewing in and around him. Later, with the help of Krishna, a new city, Indraprastha, 
was constructed by the architects Vishwakarma and Maya, which became a wonder of the world. Yudhishthira was crowned king of Indraprastha, and he governed with absolute righteousness and purity. With strict adherence to duty and service to his subjects, the kingdom grew prosperous and people from all over the world came and visited it. Yudhishthira performed the Rajasuya sacrifice, the Rajasuya Yagna, to become the emperor of the world as suggested by Krishna and the other devas. This was not to obtain power for himself, but to establish dharma and protect religion all over the world by abolishing sinful and aggressive kings. After having lost to Duryodhana and Shakuni in the game of dice, which he could not refuse to play as he was challenged to do so, he, his brothers and his wife were forced to spend 13 years in exile with a condition of anonymity in the last year in the forest. Yudhishthira faced a lot of hatred, anger and criticism from Draupadi, Bhima and all his other subjects for succumbing to temptation and playing dice, for unlawfully betting his brothers and wife to his conniving cousins and for losing Indraprastha. But like a true Kshatriya, he felt the need to oblige and to stand by the Kshatriya code of honour and that is the reason he had agreed to play the game. With honour and responsibility later, Yudhishthira led his family through the punishment. During these 13 years of exile, he was repeatedly tested for staunch adherence to religious values in the face of adversity. It was he who rescued his brothers from death with his immense knowledge of dharma by the yaksha and the crane who were testing him. His unflinching attitudes towards truth and moral duty and his unwillingness to spill the blood of his cousins and family in spite of years of torment by the latter is an exemplary mark of character on Yudhishthira's part. Despite the fact that Kauravas had cheated uh, all of them out of their rights, the Pandavas, under the leadership of Yudhishthira, were magnanimous to treat them with dharma, without holding any grudges against any of their cousins. All they wanted was a rightful share of the kingdom. But when everything else failed and war seemed to be the only option, it was Yudhishthira who requested Krishna to send an envoy of peace to the Kauravas to discuss the alternatives one last time. Needless to say, Duryodhana refused to budge from his positions. He steadfastly refused to see reason and curb the right of the Pandavas to the kingdom. Declaring in open court, he announced that the Pandavas would not receive even a needle point of territory from him. And in spite of this insulting announcement, Yudhishthira maintained his calm. Eventually, the war was won by the Pandavas. Having lost most family and military to the war, Yudhishthira ruled his subjects with justice, integrity and love for 36 years. He re-established dharma in Hastinapur. Realizing soon that his life was nearing its end, Yudhishthira decided to renounce his kingdom. Leaving the reins of Hastinapur in the hands of Parikshit, 
Arjuna's grandson, he left on a journey towards heaven with his four brothers, Bhima, Arjuna, Sahadeva and Nakula, along with their wife, Draupadi. A stray dog joined them and as one by one all the brothers and Draupadi died along the way, Yudhishthira alone, along with the dog, was admitted into the gates of heaven. Throughout Mahabharata, Yudhishthira maintained his efforts to find a peaceful solution to every conflict that arose. The story of Yudhishthira is an example of the Shantarasa, the calmness of the state of being that eventually, after all the hardships, after all the pain and suffering, established him as the virtuous and righteous one.